Hi, and welcome to the Garland of Crowns, a celestial journey. I am your host, Teresa Bowen, and I am so glad that you joined me today for this cosmic expedition into the mysteries of the Maseroth. Again, I am not an astronomer, nor am I an astrologer. I am an heir of the Most High God, our Father and Creator, Yahweh, and a joint heir with Yeshua, commonly known as Jesus. So, I use their Hebrew names, as you've noticed, Yahweh and Yeshua, as it seems most fitting to me. So, my curiosity with the stars and planets has evolved over the years as Holy Spirit, whose Hebrew name is Ruach HaKodesh, has led me on a cosmic journey through the constellations I like to call the houses. Um, In particular, our 12 main constellations, the 12 houses of Jacob, referencing the 12 tribes of Israel. So today's constellation is Libra, um, what we would commonly know as um, the scales. Oh, and I'm reading from the book The Maseroth or the Constellations by Francis Rolston. So it's commonly known as Libra, the uh constellation Libra, known as Levi. So the scales, the redeeming, the balance, liberating, moving up and down. Ha! Ascending and descending. How beautiful is that? Moving up and down as the heart. So good. And the Hebrew root uh, letters for Libra are... Lamed Bayet, Lamed, the teacher, or being taught, or teaching of the house, or in the house, right? So Lamed Bayet, Lamed being the shepherd or the teacher, and Bayet being the house. So these scales, this redeeming, this moving up and down, is learning and teaching in the house. What house? The scales, the the house of liberating, the house of um, deliverance, the house of redeeming. We get it from the Hebrew name Mozan Aim, the scales of weighing. Some of the star systems within Libra are Al Zubina, which means purchase, redemption, gain, or Mazatho, scales. In the Coptic, it's Lambadia, meaning station of propitiation. Whoo! In the Arab, it's graciousness, meaning the branch. So in the Latin, Libra means weighing. So names in the signs are uh, Graphius, meaning swept away, Al Zubin Al Ganubi, the purchase or price which is deficient or had been stolen. Zubin al-Shamali, the purchase which covers raiment. Zubin aleg and Zubin corruption of the above. Al-Gubi means heaped up or high. Zubin akrabi, 
redemption of the conflict, the battle. Zubin, buying or gaining. So that's right in the constellation Libra or the house of Levi. And I've been watching um, this constellation because the um, planet Saturn has been passing through this constellation. And 2021, the fall of 2021, will be seven years of watching this um, planet Saturn go through this constellation Libra or the house of Levi. Now, Yahweh had shown me that Saturn was a Melchizedek, a Melchizedek, a king of uh, righteousness, uh, a priest of peace, or a king of peace, a king of peace, and a priest of righteousness, either or, and all of the above. And in the fall of 2021, next year, the planet Saturn will have entered through Libra at the top of um, these star systems. Um, let me make sure I get these words correct. The um, the Al Zanubi and Al um, Zubana, Zubanaleg Zubana. They're strange names. So the tip of the scales, actually, on the right and the left, if you're looking at a set of scales, which the scales, the center of that scale in Hebrew is called a tzaddik, which means righteous, a tzaddik. So it's a righteous measuring instrument, these scales. So the star system at the bottom and the star system at the top on either right and left side of these scales are these two star systems I'm talking about. And Saturn began seven, well, six years ago, um, entering through these scales at the bottom, which that star means um, uh, deficient or um, poor, not enough. And as this, as Saturn has gone through, as this Melchizedek, which Melchizedek is the chancellor of heaven's storehouse, the chancellor of the treasuries of our most high God. So this Melchizedek has gone through as a sign unto us from poor, and as it gets to the top on the other side, the left side of the scales, that one means more than enough, abundantly blessed. So we're, we're closer to the top than we've ever been. And by the fall of 2021, it's going to reach the perfect top of abundance. This Melchizedek, who is um, the chancellor of God, Yahweh's storehouses and his treasuries. So Libra um, was never, this constellation was never on any of the banners of the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, it represents Levi, but remember Levi joined to Simeon. Now I'm going to um, read something out of Dr. O's book, Hashemayim 1A, Dr. Adonijah Obaniah, and you can purchase his books on Amazon. So, and this is Hashemayim 1A, and I have Hashemayim 1B. And he talks a lot about the constellations and the tribes in these. 
But he says Levi is the dimension of priesthood and understanding. In Genesis 49 verses 5 through 7, it says, Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. O my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly. Mine honor, be not thou united. For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they digged down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. So interesting, right? Well, the story is, you know, that Simeon and Levi took vengeance on, um, I think it was the Amalekites who took their sister Dinah or Dina um, and took her to wed. And they said that um, the, the king's son had taken her and defiled her with rape. But um, so they told all of the men of that city that they would allow their sister to be married to the king's son should they all become circumcised. While they were healing, Simeon and Levi just went in and slaughtered all of the weakened men. So that was the anger and, and the cruelty that Yahweh cursed, their maliciousness in what they had done. So Simeon and Levi are twins, but they are also separate. Levi gets to support Simeon because Levi is a being of two worlds. Remember that Levi is a priest and priest lives in two worlds. Every priest lives and connects to two worlds. So what does Levi mean? It means joined. And that's why we find that um, Levi means attachment So we'll always find Levi attaching to someone or something. So we see that he attached to his brother Simeon and created evil. Levi always joins to other people. Um, If you find that you are able to pray and have all these wonderful experiences when you are in group um, prayer or group worship or group ascension, but you can't um, do that when you're on your own, you are operating in a Levi dimension. All right, so is that a good thing or a bad thing? Let us continue on. So when the land um, is divided in Israel, Simeon does not really get anything. He gets joined to Benjamin. All right, so that's who Levi was joined to. Um, before we move on, let's discuss a facet of the heavenlies. There is a heavenly dimension that deals with water. That's Reuben. There's an auditory dimension that connects with hearing. That's Simeon. So we find the angelic protocol, water, air, fire, and matter, but it's not earth like you think because some angels glow like gold, sparkle like diamonds. They look like glass. In fact, Yahweh himself has skin like fine cut diamonds. How do I know? I have met him in that spiritual realm on the sapphire trading floor and seen him. So I find it interesting with what's going on in the world today, in particular, as we um, are still really in Zebulon. If you look at the sun going up in the east every morning, the sun is still rising in Zebulon. But according to Hebrew tradition, we've moved on into um, Libra um, or Levi. 
So looking at it naturally, it's still in that house of Zebulun, that house of trading, um, that house of merchandising, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing because remember Issachar and Zebulun work together. Issachar being that tribe that knows the times and seasons and Zebulon going and retrieving. So we see those two joined and here Levi and Simeon being joined. So um, the reason, you know, water spirits have such a, a strong thing in the earth, according to the, the world in darkness, because it's not of darkness, because it has no power, um, really, um, it. Uh, attempts to have power and tries to display and show power and take power, but it has no right. Um, that's why the name yod Hey vav Hey and vibrating that name yod Hey vav Hey is very important in our waters. The human body is predominantly water, right? So when you move from your emotions, you must go through the place of being heard. And remember, that's the Simeon dimension. Um, in your own unique personal sound, you must unlock this area in your life. So everything in the world vibrates sound and you must get to that place where you can, you know, get on your own because most people are too shy to get in front of people or to practice. You've got to practice that. Yo. Breathing in. Hey. And breathing in. Va. I've done this enough. I'm not afraid um, to demonstrate this on this podcast or in front of people. I know what it means to vibrate my waters. So two things can happen to you in this realm. One of the things that can happen is you either always want to be heard, whether you're right or not, and so you talk too much, or you find yourself developing a spirit of offense when you think people are not hearing what you're saying or you're not heard. That's the weakness in the waters of Simeon. This is why the name of God is so important, all right? So um, one of the best ways, again, is to lock yourself and just get in there and, and practice. There are dimensions in this place that when you release that sound that is yours and that is uniquely your own signature, then Yahweh releases in this dimension words that create things or beings that you need for a particular purpose. Everything you say here, everybody, whoa, it can experience. And I have experienced this myself when I've gotten to places in prayer and unlocking and opening that window in heaven where words have literally come out of heaven and hit me in the head and didn't even know they were Hebrew words, but they were. It's amazing. So you have to start with your own strength, your own sound. Um, 
So um, sounds are emotional. They are intrinsic. They are motion in the body. So there's a distinction of voice. You find yourself getting confused. You must know your sound in these places. And you must walk in forgiveness. So in in, um, Genesis chapter 49, Simeon and Levi are brethren. Says they're instruments of cruelty. When you resist the master... um, of Levi's cruelty, then you master that dimension of heaven where you can hear um, and you you understand, you are able to um, discern between uh, the two. You're not walking in anger. You're not walking in bitterness because um, there is this realm that if you don't um, allow yourself to walk in forgiveness in this Levi realm where you think you or you call yourself an intercessor. So you stand between man and God. You become angry and bitter. Um, so Levi master this Levi dimension of heaven. You can hear things that are not allowed for human beings to hear. You become an inheritance of God, Yahweh. You actually experience what it means to be possessed by God as an inheritance. So, um, you know, this is why you cannot go into heaven unless you have mastered forgiveness. Moses shut out the people of Israel because um, they did not understand forgiveness. So there's many examples of this. You know, when Moses came down from the mountain and found Aaron had built this golden calf, this calf out of hell. And he said, it wasn't me. It was these people. You know, these people are stiff necked. And how many times have you, you know, been in situations where as a priest or a leader of God's people, you find yourself angry at the people um, because they're not moving how you want them to move. They're not doing the things that you know they're capable of. Um, And so we can stay, you know, angry and become bitter and we won't be able to understand the discernment of the sound or to move past this test of Levi. Um, there are angelic forces, they're elemental beings, and they're called coals of fire. Not flames of fire in this uh, circumstance, but coals of fire. And they are inflamed by you. You know, the, the priests were to keep the fire on the altar. Remember the Zadok priesthood. Um, I've written a book on that. You can find it on Amazon too. Zadok, um, the new old order by Teresa Bowen. So, um, and it talks about the responsibility of the priesthood to keep the fire on the altar. So these coals of fire, um, they become strengthened as we become strengthened. Remember, they're living beings. They become weak as we become weak because they are intrinsically connected with us. We are going to see the words coals of fire in scripture a lot. Why did we say coals of fire? Because Levi deals with fire. So when Jacob talks about Simeon and Levi, he talks about the fierce anger, how it burns. It can be cleansed and become a fire that warms, or it can become a fire that destroys. So every dimension has a negative and positive force within it. And we have to deal with ourself. Um, we have to deal with the things that bother us. Um, so when we come down from heaven, these issues won't get captured in our matter, in our being, um, that 
get fortified within us. They've got to be taken care of and be dealt with by us so that when we go into heaven, we're in that realm of um, efficiency unto Yahweh and we come down, we don't have the issues um, fortified within us, but in fact, we are cleansed from them. Whoo! All right. So let's continue on with Libra, the house of Levi. The house um, of the planets for Libra or Levi is Venus, which is also um, the ox or Taurus or the house of Joseph's planet also. Um, And the stone for Libra or Levi is sapphire. Um, But on the third row of the priest's breastplate, Um, Levi is the agate. He's on the third row. Um, yes. So that's so good. So good. Um, so, and again, uh, Libra was never on any of the emblems of the 12 tribes. Levi and Simeon's emblem was both Pisces. Um, so the verse, first decan for Libra is the cross or the boundary or the limitation. Whoa. It's uh, Ibn Ezra as the name of the South Polar Constellation, which ancient tradition um, said was in the form of a cross and was the pole on which the brazen serpent was lifted up. The second decan is the victim, the animal held by the centaur, um, meaning slain. Um, beast, wolf, victim, animal, destroyed. The third decan is the northern crown, um, a kingly crown, a crown of encompassing, an ornament, a jewel, and the name of the chief star, the shining. So we see so much in here in Libra that speaks of our redemption, which Levi, the priest, The sign of the priest is to stand between God and man and to reveal God to man. Yes, not reveal man to God, but reveal God to man. Such a beautiful analogy. So let's see. Simeon and Levi, brethren, represent the Urim and Thummim. Um... Continue on here. Again, looking in the Francis Rolston book. The Hebrew alphabet, the Hebrew um, letter for Libra is the Vav. Go figure, connecting heaven and earth, joining, right? Connecting God to man. Perfect analogy there. So, um, Hashemayim by Dr. Obaniah. Adonijah Obaniah, or Dr. O, uh, Hashemayim 1b, and the first triad is Reuben, Simeon, and Levi, and let's see if he has anything more to say that would be, um, he has a lot to say that's always wonderful, but um, the priesthood, Levi, meaning joined, the dimension of the priesthood and brings us into understanding. Shoof. Levi, 
Levi means join. The downside of his nature is he joins his twin Simeon um, to do horrible things. Um, But Levi doesn't get an inheritance in the land, but by attaching himself to other people. It's not a bad thing. It is part of his character. It is part of how he functions as a priest. There are some people who struggle to enter the heavens unless they are working with other people. That's the thing we have to work on. We have to be able to do this ourselves. We're not meant to always have to rely on other people. Just like the Zadok priesthood, the Melchizedek order of priesthood is king and priest, king of the marketplace and priest of God, that we're no longer um, left without inheritance dependent upon other people. So you cannot experience this dimension of heaven unless you understand forgiveness. Unforgiveness produces a sound in the heavens and you cannot hear the voice of God clearly. If you hear the voice of God, sometimes it is your own voice. God will teach you to make a distinct a distinction between your wishful thinking, your anger, your complaints about people and this heavenly sound. When you master the Levi dimension of heaven, you can hear things that are not allowed for human beings to hear. You become an inheritance of God. In Levi, you may meet cherubim for the first time. Not everybody gets to meet cherubim, lion, ox, eagle, man. You are going to have new experiences, and this is where the temptation to get into other things might come about. But um, remember, Yeshua was in the desert, and Satan said he would give him a loaf of bread if he did this, did that, or did the other, or would hand him the whole kingdom. So... We have to understand that when we're offered things to go just strictly in our favor, we must understand distinctly the voice of God and understand that we are to reveal Yahweh, God the Father, to man and understand that through this we have redemption, we have salvation, we have deliverance. Um, from all things, spirit, soul, and body. The word says, may you be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. So taking care of our soul, taking care of um, the stuff, the, the dealing with your junk, you know, yes, I, I am for all things are new. And I believe that. But sometimes we've got to do a little work to make them new. Yeshua finished his work on the cross for us. And we must finish our work here in the earth to um, ascend into those higher realms. Being able to distinctly discern Yahweh's voice from our own wishful thinking. So I thank you today, Father, that as we ascend into the house of Levi... Father, we just ask you to forgive us. Cleanse us with the blood of Yeshua. Judge us according to the dispensation of Yeshua and his shed blood. Father, people and things and situations, even myself, I forgive myself. I forgive others. And if you can think of people or situations right now, just think of that. Wash it in the blood of Yeshua right now. Burn it, you know, just take it and burn it on the altar. Cast it in those coals of fire and let those coals ignite and get hotter and burn stronger. That you and I can be stronger sons of Yahweh 
in the heavens and in the earth, that our sound would be stronger, our voice would be stronger, our character would be stronger, our souls, our bodies would be stronger, that we would be those living testaments of Yahweh and his greatness and his glory in the here and in the now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness, for you are good. You are good. And thank you, Yeshua, for making a way on the cross, for Tav, for finishing for us. We just take hold of that finishing. We put it in our belly. (sighs) Breathe deep. Breathe in that Tav. Tav, the finish of unforgiveness within this temple. Tav, the finish of unforgiveness in this temple. That I would discern your voice clearly, Father. Yes, I thank you, Yahweh. In the name of Yeshua, amen.